0: Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 96. This episode is brought to you by the Tuttle Twins. When it comes to teaching their children about the enduring principles of freedom, many parents don't know where to start. But the Tuttle Twin series helps you introduce these ideas to your kids and have meaningful family discussions about them. My seven-year-old absolutely loves the Tuttle Twin series. And I'll tell you a secret, my older kids have read them too, and they're just awesome. We have them all. They have teen books as well, which we highly recommend. So if you want to know if we would recommend these books to you and your family? The answer is a resounding yes. Check out the Tuttle Twins by going to 41more.com/tuttle twins. Welcome to episode 96 and today we're going to talk about having a mid-year reset. So as I'm recording this it's just within the first couple of weeks of January and I know a lot of us are, you know, getting back into the school routine, but sometimes it's a really great to pause before you jump back in and ask yourself some probing questions, analyze how the first part of the school year went and see what changes you need to make to to help the second part of your school year function much more smoothly. So first of all, let me ask you some questions and see if anything pops into your head. So if I ask you, you know, what's driving you crazy about your homeschooling this year in the fall so far, or at least your half part of your school year, whenever you're listening to this, what has been driving you crazy? Can you pinpoint it? And then I also want to ask, why are the frustrations happening? So if there are tears, whether from you or the kids, because let's face it, sometimes the tears are from us, right? Like, where is it happening? And if you can start to pinpoint the answers, I think we can find some solutions. So let's jump right in. Let's get a few um, strategies in mind and actionable steps you can take to get yourself reset for the rest of the year and make it really successful. So show notes will be at 4 morecom forward slash 96. And let's jump right into the first thing I want you to consider with a mid-year reset. The first and obvious thing to question is your curriculum. Now, I don't always suggest, you know, just bailing on a certain curriculum and dumping it and starting new because some families, unfortunately, you know, they try five different curriculums every year. And, you know, that's only one subject, right? Like, you don't want to be constantly switching. Sometimes things do take a little while to get into the groove. But if you've used something for half a year and it's just not fitting with your style, your philosophy, your homeschooling style, your kids' learning styles, the way you have to manage your schedule, If it's not working, you have the freedom to change it. I know this is painful, especially if you paid, you know, a good amount of money for a curriculum, but it's not worth pushing through and saying, we're going to finish it no matter what. I know I've done this in the past and I've always regretted it. So feel the freedom to change up. Um, a common subject that you might find this in could be math because math is a tricky subject, and you you know kids need a certain type of Learning style, depending on if they're really naturally good at math or if they need a you know they're more visual learner, do they need a video lesson, do they do better with you by their side like there's so many components that go into math, but this could also be something like history or science. Maybe you guys are bored to tears from your history or science from the fall. there's no reason to keep to keep using it, right? so feel free to change things up, and that's one way to get a great mid year reset. Um, If your kids are in high school you're thinking about credits and you're thinking about counting these classes towards their transcript. So as long as you have continuity and how much time they're spending, you can still switch up curriculum for them as well. This is so much easier to do when you have younger kids. So you should never feel like you have to stay with a certain curriculum if it's just not working for you. So that's number one. If you if you can pinpoint some of the frustration to your actual curriculum, then go ahead and do a change up. All right. The second area to consider in this mid-year reset is your routines. So routines are your flexible flow of the day. So basically, is your day flowing well, or are there certain times where everyone's at each other's throats? No one knows what they're supposed to be doing. No one knows what work they're supposed to get done, right? Like, is there chaos brewing because your routines are either not set up at all, Or maybe you know how you want the day to flow, but you haven't communicated that to your kids, find out how you can fix your routines. So your children should always know what to do next. Even your young kids can use a work box or a checklist, right? A visual checklist so that they know, okay, I'm going to start with this and then I move on to the next task at hand for that day. This is especially helpful if you have lots of kids because, you know, once you have more than one or two kids in your homeschool, you need people to be pretty independent as far as flowing from subject to subject. Even if your kids are all little, like, do they know what they should go do if you're busy with a sibling? Do they know where the activities are? Like, do they color? Do they just play with Play-Doh? Or do they go get their book and read it? Like, this is all in the realm of routines. Your older kids, especially your high schoolers, should be really independent by now and they can use something like Trello to keep track of their tasks. There should never be a time where your high schoolers are just kind of floating around the house and they don't know what they're supposed to be working on, right? I have a lot of resources on Trello, and I think the easiest way to find it is by going to 41more.com forward slash Trello, and I walk you through this free. Online uh, task organizing system and how we use it in our homeschool. And I also have a cheat sheet you can download for free. So you can go directly to that page or you can always go to the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 96. And you can find all my links there. So we've covered so far the mid-year reset. Look at your curriculum. Do you need to make a change? Number two, look at your routines. Does everyone know what they should be doing? Because if there's a bit of chaos going on, it's probably one or two of those things. But there is one more area that I want to jump into before we're done. All right. This third area is in this really huge category called expectations. Because here's the thing, either your expectations are not realistic or your kids' expectations are not realistic. Sometimes it goes because it happens, all the frustration happens because, you know, we think our kids need to fit in a box and, hey, I bought third grade curriculum and why aren't you able to do this third grade curriculum without having so much trouble, right? And sometimes we get into the mindset of, oh my goodness, I'm failing my kids, they're behind And we have to get our mindset correct for homeschooling. Your child is unique. The public school construct of having a third grader is is ridiculous. There's no third grader in a public school who fits inside that third grade box neatly. And your child certainly isn't going to fit inside the box neatly either. I want you to check out podcast episode number 83. Your homeschooler is not behind. And I also want you to check out episode 62 in the interview I did with Connor Boyack, who happens to be the author of the Tuttle Twins series. So... Connor really has a great um, philosophy and he wrote a book called Passion Driven Education. And this is really how you can gauge whether or not your expectations are correct and whether or not your kids are behind. Because the point is, if we're growing lifelong learners, if our children are progressing at a pace that is right for them, if they love learning and you're giving them these rich opportunities and giving them the resources all around them to just keep that curiosity growing... And to help them keep learning, then your homeschooler is not behind and you're doing a great job. So let's take a look at our expectations. Maybe they're not realistic. Maybe you are trying to put your kids in a box. And then also help your kids through the whole expectation thing as well. So it's the frustration because your child... You know, is spending, is, you know, bored to tears, or they're just working so much on math and they can't understand it. And then everyone devolves into tears. So some of this is expectation wise. And you have to realize that your child might not be fitting the little tiny um, standardized box that you're trying to put them in. It's never worth ruining the relationship in order to push through with the homeschooling. So this all gets tied up into the expectations category, and that's always a great thing to kind of think about as you're in the middle of your year and hopefully looking for a fresh new start. So I hope you've gotten off to a good start. I hope your new year is going well, even though it still feels a bit crazy here in 2021. We thought things were going to calm down when the new year flipped, when the calendar flipped to January, didn't we? But here we are, and I'm really thankful. I know you probably feel this way to be at home with my kids and homeschooling them and teaching them and pouring into them because even while the world feels crazy, it's such a great um, calling to be a homeschool parent, and there's nothing I would rather do, and I'm sure you probably feel the same way too. So I hope you're able to take some of these thoughts and figure out a way to fix some of the things that are driving you crazy or not working well in your homeschool. Make sure you check the show notes for links and resources related to this topic, and you can find the show notes at 41 more.com forward slash ninety six. Don't forget to check out the Tuttle Twins books. That's another really great thing to add to your homeschool resource library. You will not be disappointed. The conversations you can have, even with your young kids over the topics in the Tuttle Twins books, it'll just blow your mind. It's really fun. So double check those Tuttle Twin books at 4 morecom forward slash Tuttle Twins. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.